Have you ever wondered why anyone drinks Malort? Or if there are actually lobsters in the Chicago River? Then listen to the Curious City podcast, where we answer all your questions about Chicago and the region. WBEZ's Curious City is part of the NPR network and available wherever you find your podcasts. I'm Justin Kaufman, and this is Reset. The coronavirus pandemic has thrown a lot of people out of work, and when you're not pulling in a paycheck, other important and scary considerations start popping up, like how are you going to pay the rent? A new analysis just came out that, well, is troubling. It says 42%, nearly half of Illinois renters are at risk of eviction in the next three months. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker recently extended the state's eviction moratorium till August 22nd. But despite that, housing advocates fear the state is looking at an impending housing crisis. The Chicago Group Lawyers Committee for Better Housing provides free legal services for Chicago tenants. And one of their online resources, Rentervention, has seen a steady stream of traffic since the start of the pandemic. For more on this, let's bring in Connor Malloy. He's the project director for Rentervention. Connor, welcome to Reset. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. All right. So how would you characterize the status of housing security for renters in Chicago right now? There's a lot of questions to be answered, and you you can definitely feel uh, the the insecurities that are out there with people that you know are concerned about you know COVID issues in and of themselves, and then how COVID impacts other things like how are they going to pay rent, how are they going to pay uh, utility bills? These are all spilling over into one another, and you know with what you just said about unemployment, uh, we start to see a cross section that makes people very very vulnerable. When you hear a number like that, 42 percent who, who are, are at risk of evictions in the next three months, that number is so startling to me. Is that the number we look at and say, oh, geez, that, that tells us at least where we're at, how dire of a situation that we're in right now? The stout number is, paints a pretty bleak picture. You know, and Rentervention, you know, we hope to try to be able to stem that tide. You know, what we're seeing right now with evictions are numbers far, far lower than what they have been. Uh, you know, on average, people are filing about one-fifth of the evictions that they usually file, even in a good economy. Mm. And then imagine what that looks like when things aren't going so well for people. That um, and that's why we've seen such a huge uptick in, in people visiting Rentervention. Well, the governor's eviction moratorium in large part is to help curb the spread of the virus, right? That's the idea that losing access to housing will be disastrous for social distancing. But h- how important do you think it is right now for that and for our economy that people maintain their housing? You know, housing stability is just so fundamental, and you know, we've seen studies about how housing instability, you know, especially when there's young children involved, can lead to academic difficulties, you know, social-emotional uh, problems you know, later in life. So these really tend to spill over on how people live their lives you know, if they face eviction or just wondering where they're going to go to school next year uh, you know, or if they're going to still be around their friends. And you know, these are just one of the many things that we're trying to be able to tackle by going upstream to be able to solve these issues. When we talk about eviction, you know, because we'll get the, a lot from the, from the governor's office, from the mayor, when it comes to eviction moratoriums or, or stop on, mm-hmm. on evictions, especially during this emergency time in the pandemic. But when residents are facing housing and, and eviction issues, when it comes to government support and, and community resources like yours, what's out there for people? Are, are they usually responsive when it's before a moratorium? 
that's one of the things that we're working on now with Rentervention is when people go to Rentervention.com or if they text us at 8667-RENTER, you know, they just text hi, uh, it'll start the, the conversation with our chatbot, Rennie. And Rennie's going to try to figure out a little bit more about what's going on, where you live, and then try to be able to plug you into uh, these homeless prevention dollars. And uh, you know, especially if you go through the Rentervention platform at Lawyers Committee for Better Housing, we have social services available in addition to attorney services. Mm -hmm. So it really kind of completes the circle for a wholesome care that we provide tenants to not only potentially provide eviction defense if necessary, you know, if the landlord maybe did something wrong, uh, in addition to getting access to these dollars that are available on the uh, local and state level, you know, with, with the federal grant that that's flowing through uh, to help, you know, get people, get people paid, keep people stabilized, and uh, hopefully people can move on with lives, their lives. I think about when it comes to evictions and, and as an issue in our society, there, there's a lot to unpack uh, when it comes to people not being able to afford, uh, you know, housing, affordable housing. When we're yeah. in a pandemic and, you know, the effects of COVID-19 are, are, are on every part of our lives and every part of our industries, and you see that the government's stepping up for moratoriums when it comes to evictions, how important is it to engage the landlord, to engage the, the people who are uh, on the other side of this issue, the ones who have been the uh, evictors, if you will? How, how, yeah. how, how important is it for them to be part of the conversation so it doesn't feel like a moratorium is all you're going to get? Yeah, and you know, this is obviously adding to some of the maybe more aggressive tactics by landlords. Uh, that things are going on for so long, and maybe with with quiet between the parties, between you know the tenant and the landlord themselves. You know, before I worked on rentervention, I used to represent landlords across Chicago, mm. and I can say just keeping the you know, lines of communication open when possible. You know, sometimes things can get uh, pretty aggravated, but when you can keep it open, or introduce uh, you know some sort of a, a neutral party, like here in Chicago. You know, it, it, people can get access to mediation services through the Center for Conflict Resolution and through LCBH, get in contact with an attorney to help be able to coach you through on how to talk to your landlord and be able to get some sort of a productive conversation mm -hmm. going through. Because yeah, that's the other half of it, right? right. Just talking isn't going to solve anything, but being able to work towards uh, an end. Um, and nobody's going to come away from this clean, right? Because Months had gone by, and there's been a lot of damage done. But to be able to mitigate those damages and get people back on a better footing, that's yeah. the goal. So a lot of times, Connor, people may um, be quiet about the fact that they're not paying their rent. They won't necessarily reach out to Rentervention or reach out for any of the services that might be there. They may just say, you know what, I'm just not going to do it. Uh, yeah. And they find themselves in the situation two or three months in where, you know, proceedings already started. And at that point, it's a lot harder for for you and, and folks at Rentervention to, to help out. So how important is it to, to think about early Rentervention, if you will? Yeah, that, and that's the absolute key to things, is just pulling back you know, before you know, you're under the gun and being able to access these services. For example, one of the more popular things that people do on Rentervention.com, and this comes through the Chicago Department of Housing, is now when you get a five-day notice uh, for non-payment of rent, the city of Chicago passed a new ordinance back in June where you could then give your landlord a notice and say, hey, my income has been impacted by COVID. Mm -hmm. 
And so that will then trigger an additional seven days on top of those five days originally granted to you to be able to negotiate with your landlord. That is the perfect time to be able to you know, not only create that letter using rentervention.com services, but also once you create that letter, you get an invitation to our virtual clinic to be able to plug into those services I was talking about before with right. legal services and social services uh, to provide that wholesome care. And that gives us the time to be able to do it. Even though we have dozens and dozens of volunteers and a lot of staff attorneys at Lawyers Committee for Better Housing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we're, we're looking to get a nice steady stream of people coming in so by the time we walk into September, we're not facing this deluge of eviction filings. Has Connor has the has the mater- has the content changed and uh, on the data that you've collected in terms of who is seeking assistance on evictions? Or do you know, like in in times of pandemic, has it changed the kind of person who's at most at risk for ev- eviction in Chicago? We're seeing it all across the spectrum as far as who's facing eviction. Uh, a lot of the the locations that we focus on through intervention, or at least we collect data from, uh, for zip codes. They're the zip codes that are generally going to be hardest hit, even when you're not facing a global pandemic. Uh, you know, so we're, we're looking at regions wrapping around the south side into the west side, uh, and even you know, it, it's moving up through uptown to Rogers Park. You know, the, nobody's safe from this. And that's why those stout numbers are so striking of that 42%. That's, yeah, that's, that's so striking. But as, as we look at this moratorium, which at one point or, or another is, is going to lapse, right? I mean, I would assume that August 22nd is a deadline. Hopefully, if this is still an issue, that it gets extended. But if it doesn't, what happens at that point? I mean, is it just going to be a line around the corner to, to the eviction court? Is it going to be our landlords going to be asking for, for back rent? I, I can't even understand or wrap my head around what happens when when we come back to some semblance of normal. Yeah, yeah. And you know, the other things we don't know about is from a federal level, whether or not that's going to do anything to help mm-hmm. uh, you know, curb some of this. But then again, those are just federal prop, uh, federally backed mortgages that are protected. So a lot of other properties aren't going to come under uh, what was originally the CARES Act or whatever that extension may be. But a lot of these landlords have already been issuing eviction notices over the last several months. And they're ready to come and do an official eviction filing after that. So, whereas you may not get, you know, the the chopper five, you know, overhead view of a of a line of people coming out of the daily center because they're embracing remote hearings, um, right. you you will see an, an uptick because the, the floodgates are going to be opening on eviction filings. And I can tell you from you know my history when I was representing landlords. It doesn't take a heck of a lot of time to evict somebody, uh, especially for a non-payment of rent case. You know, my average trials would last about 90 seconds from the moment I, you know, said good morning to the judge to by the time I would get an eviction order against the tenant. I want to have you back just to have a whole segment on that because that's unbelievable to think about all the things that that many in in this area in Chicago don't think about when it comes to just the the simple thing of of being able to afford the, the, the apartment or the house that you live in. I want to play a clip real quick. This is Commissioner Novara from our conversation on Friday when we were talking about uh, or, an ordinance, the, the eviction protection ordinance that they're working on. So last month in June, we passed 
the COVID eviction protection ordinance, and that will be in effect for 60 days after the eviction moratorium is lifted. So during that time period, there is an additional requirement for landlords if their tenant has has had a COVID impact on their income and their ability to pay rent. There's an additional seven-day period after the five-day notice is filed during which the landlord must be able to demonstrate a good faith effort to have worked out a payment plan, gone to mediation, come up with a different way possible to avoid eviction. Hearing that, hearing Commissioner Navarro say that and and know that that ordinance is in place, are you confident or at least um, optimistic that the the government is, is, is responding to the issue of eviction in Chicago? Even though the ordinance was passed on or about uh, June 17th, the ordinance's real power is when it gets coupled with that eviction uh, prevention dollars, with that rental assistance. So, you know, where now you can go on to rentprevention.com and be able to create that notice that uh, the commissioner was just talking about to send to your landlord, that's an incredibly powerful tool in and of itself. But what it triggers, especially from the rentervention side of things, to be able to get you in contact with the people that are going to help you, you know, craft that agreement that the commissioner was talking about as well, the devil is going to be in the details. And you're going to want some sort of uh, intervention of sorts to be able to help craft that deal so that those protections can remain uh, for, for the tenant you know, at, at, for the foreseeable future. Well, if you're in that situation and you want more help, rentervention.com is the website. Connor Malloy is the Rentervention Project Director at Lawyers Committee for Better Housing here in Chicago. Uh, Rentervention, of course, provides free online legal services for Chicago tenants. Connor, thanks for joining us. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. This was great. And that's today's Reset. Come back tomorrow for more conversations with people trying to make Chicago a better place to live. I'm Justin Kaufman. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you right back here tomorrow. Do you need a break from the news? Well, my friend, Nerdette Podcast is here for you. Our show is all about delight. We laugh about what's happening in pop culture and feature thoughtful interviews with fascinating people. We even have a monthly book club that you can participate in. I could just go on and on about it. I loved this book. It was an experience, I'll tell you that. (laughs) I discovered authors I had never heard of, and I'm really happy that I did. Come hang out with us. Listen to Nerdette wherever you get your podcasts.